VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. We are just a day away from the start of the NBA season. NFL players opting out seemingly left and right. But what is the Vegas lead here on this Wednesday? I'm going to go with a Los Angeles Dodgers beanball incident because I think it harkens very clearly all the way back to the World Series. That hunk of metal I guess these players care about it. Yeah, that's right. Dodgers pitcher Joe Kelly was suspended eight games. Manager Dave Roberts one game following last night's game in which Kelly buzzed Alex Bregman, taunted Carlos Correa of the Astros, leading to the benches clearing afterwards. Well, we don't want taunting if we can avoid it. Now, it's interesting. It just goes to show you how the way that the facts are framed, even just adjectives and <laughs> hints, he says he buzzed them. To me, that sounds innocent. You know, like a little kid would come by and go and buzz you or something. Imagine, you know, in an attempted beanball to his brain, could have been another way to say it, right? And I think Joe, I mean, Jones being an LA homer, you know, we accept the way he's saying it. Right. But the reality is, what, you know, especially a guy that breaks windows when he warms up in his backyard. Is he really in a position to say this ball's not going to go one mile or not a mile, an inch or a couple inches in one direction or the other? Right? So imagine, because my understanding is, Jonas, and I guess my main takeaway here is it matters what angle you're looking at, because I think both angles make a ton of sense. And no matter which angle you're on, don't invalidate the other one unless you truly believe it's not valid. So let's start with the idea that this could lead to serious injury. I mean, you can die from getting hit by a baseball at that speed, but let's just say someone's in a coma for three weeks and you know they're, let's say, limited after that. 
Does anyone here could make the case? That isn't one of those, hey, you might poke your eye out throwing the football around type. It's like, there's a, what, one in 30 chance if you're throwing hard at someone's head that something really bad's going to happen. I'm just throwing that number out. I think, if anything, that's a little low. Does anyone disagree? No. All right. So now we're talking about potentially life change, you know, 3% chance, much better chance that that bean, I just thought of this. I hope it's good. There's a much better chance that that bean ball would cause life altering damage than catching the coronavirus. Oh, that's good. Right? Yeah. Because the coronavirus now is, unless I'm wrong, is down to 1%, you know, less than 1% of death. I mean, far less than 1% on the death side. But even, let's say, lingering issues, I, we're not sure of all that. But we all just agreed there's about a 1 in 30 chance of lingering issues if you throw at someone that hard at their head, which is very different. Now, I'm not saying that it wasn't justified. I'm saying let's understand that if that guy, if Kelly had gone in and infected someone with the coronavirus on purpose. Sneezed on him. No, even worse, like, like hit him with a needle. Mm. <laughs> you know, with corona. You see this? Poke him in the chest and say coronavirus. Banned for life. <laughs> right? Oh, I don't know. I mean, he might go to jail. Yeah. But what we're saying is the actual person getting bean would rather be poked with the coronavirus. Does anyone disagree with that? No. No. We'd be talking about this mighty differently, wouldn't we? Now, let's go to the other side. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas because I believe it's equally valid. These players, and we said it at the time, Baseball was making a big mistake by not punishing Houston worse. And the reason being, you're either going to invalidate what everyone's playing for. Oh, see that? The end goal, the championship, the holy grail? Rosebud? No, it doesn't matter. It's a hunk of metal. So if you do, if, if that ends up being the conclusion, you lose if you're baseball. At that point, the whole purpose of your being diminishes. But isn't that what you do when someone cheats for it in a very tangible way? I mean, it's not cheating in some, oh, baseball accepts this. This was new. This was different. This was above and beyond. And then the players sit and say, okay, what's going to happen? And effectively, nothing. In fact, Joe Kelly's eight-game suspension, which came out recently, is Correct me if I'm wrong, much, much, much worse than all the players in Houston combined suffered. Correct? Yeah. Officially. Yeah. Right? So, on one hand, <laughs> you got people cheating for multiple years to win multiple World Series, and the guy, one guy from one team that threw at Houston at, in retaliation gets a bigger penalty. Bigger consequence punishment than the entire Houston or the entire Houston player roster. Wow! Doesn't that show you why the throw happened? What do you think, Jonas? Uh, I don't agree with uh, Joe Kelly's actions. I'm good with the suspension. No issue with it whatsoever. He wasn't on that team that got cheated. Joe Kelly was on the Red Sox the following year. They were also rumored to have cheated against the well, Dodgers. Well, we don't want to talk about rumors now. Yeah, okay. But but they also were investigated, and they were punished a little bit by Major League Baseball because there was cheating scandals, and Kelly was on that team. Why is he the guy to throw at anybody's head? He had no involvement with either of those teams yeah, when well, the alleged yeah. cheating happened. 
That's an interesting point. But because he wasn't the most obvious one, it either it potentially makes him the hero of the story if it's a just action. And I'm not saying you're wrong that it's not, but my understanding is uh, that L.A. I mean, you're in L.A., Jonas. The Dodger fans are very happy with oh, Kelly they right love now. Him. Yeah, they, they love him just as much as they hated him last year for his 23-plus ERA in the postseason. Yeah, he's, he's a well, hero. I now. mean, the fans are fans, right? Yeah, They're fanatical. <laughs> and so let me ask you this. I'm assuming you wouldn't have liked the infected needle of coronavirus either. No. But is this because you believe any retaliation is wrong or that this was t- that the risks were too significant? I just think the risks are too significant and get over it. Nothing that happened last well, night. That, I don't like that at all. Get uh, over it. The World Series got taken from you? Yeah, nothing that happened last night is going to bring back the World Series. Nothing. So you, you can either dwell on it and keep complaining about it or you can just say, we got screwed. There's nothing we can do about it. Let's just try and go and win one this year. Okay, so let's say something horrible happens to someone in your life. We don't, we can all envision, right? And that person in your life still alive, but they're suffering for the consequence of it. If that person who did it's in jail, it doesn't make it where the suffering's any less. But there's not additional suffering on top of it of. And let's say, hypothetically, the guy's at the picnic. There's a city picnic. He's eating funnel cake, homemade lemon shakes. They shake up, and they homemade lemonade, and he's drinking, looking around, laughing. And if your loved one is suffering, I mean, there's a lot of vigilante type, you know, there's a lot of movies and books written about that guy ended up in the alley dead the next day. And I get it that if we abstracted ourselves away like robots, we could say, well, what's that going to help? Well, at minimum, it's going to stop the double pain, the pain of what happened and the pain the guy got away with it. I mean, that just seems huge. I mean, like, I think generally Jonas is like a pull up your pants and, you know, do the job and rub some dirt in it guy, which I generally agree with. But. Is there any scenario that you think someone getting away with something that wronged you would bother you, or would you always just kind of shrug at it? Why are we comparing World Series games to somebody in your personal life getting maimed and the survivor going to jail but having a lemonade Because analogies typically are you give an extreme example so the point is clear. No, so no I, doubt. I, I but, understand. But just to be clear, being in, trying to be in a guy is less severe than him ending up dead in an alley. So, in both cases, there was a relative response, but we made the one analogy extreme because it is, well, everyone's listening, go, hmm, you know, it's a powerful point. Though you're right, it's not the same thing. I just, I just think it's they're similar. Dodger fans have turned into Saints fans to where they just cried and complained over and over about how they were wronged, and it was a. And I agree, the Astros cheated. They're scumbags for doing it. I totally agree with you. But just to dwell on it to the point to where now, in the middle of this pandemic, we're returning to baseball, and Joe Kelly is inciting a, a near fight where everybody cl- bench is clear. Major League Baseball's got to overreact to the suspension because they're just trying to maintain a season because they got one team who can hardly play at all. I just I don't think he was the guy to do it, and I don't think this is the year that you go ahead and start sending messages. That's another interesting point. So, yeah, but is this something you do next year? Yeah. You know, it's that's what I'm saying is if you're going to do it, I I'm not sure there's a choice that this is the year. 
Now, who started for the Dodgers yesterday? Do you remember? Oh, because, I, I don't remember. Because the theory is, I'm guessing, look, McKenzie and research, let's check that. Because my guess is statistically he was probably on the Dodgers last year. I mean, we don't know, but we'll find out in a second. He didn't throw. Now, Joe Kelly has a history. It's interesting. Jeff Pass and ESPN said that he buzzed Bregman. <laughs> it's exact. So I guess the buzz is a word people where he buzzed him. That's an interest. Everyone, it sounds so innocent to me. Yeah, if, if he doesn't hit him, that's like the next the next uh, description you use is buzzed. It's a step down. <laughs> they, is that in the actual true um, <laughs> broadcaster handbook they haven't that's, given me yet? It's a baseball term. I don't know. I'm We're straight out of Vegas. Jonas Knox. So Bueller. Oh, I've heard that name. He was on the team last year. He started. Why didn't he? If someone's going to throw, why doesn't Bueller? Because he's arguably the Dodgers' best pitcher. Wouldn't want him to get suspended for eight games. Uh, except if you're a starter, it's two. Yeah, I don't know how that would work. Yeah. Oh, wait, what do you mean? It has happened a thousand times. How do you think it would work, Steve? I don't know if they'd give him ten games just because of the fact he wasn't going to play for four. Oh, anyway. so you're saying that they might change the suspension amount based on if it's a starter? Or not. Yeah. No, that's actually I think a valid point. I thought you were going to say they might suspend him for three starts or something, <laughs> some new thing. You know, let's do this because I, I mean, Jonas is bringing up some interesting points here, and and I think this is. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm going to close this section with one thing, and and I believe this is the case for sure. When society, when the system doesn't exact justice, the participants do. Right, the whole thing is if you if you're in a war zone, you know, there's a reason they had the Geneva Convention. They said even during war, we got to have rules because if you look around and no one's there and you look at all of the atrocities, or many of them, that's happened in war. It's usually there's no one there exerting justice, and it's hard to live life if you think there's no justice. That's what nihilism is. After World War II, there was a French philosophy of nihilism that it's like nothing matters. After you suffer the atrocities of concentration camps and war like that, that's just unending. There's a sense of what what could matter. And obviously, society suffers greatly when that's the belief. In fact, this is interesting. This is a little quote from The Sopranos in which they explain the very concept. The truth is, they bring certain modes of conflict resolution from all the way back in the old country, from the poverty of the mezzogiorno, where all higher authority was corrupt. The theory being that if your government's not going to take care of it, you've got to take care of it. And in this case, the stakes are lowered, no doubt, from war or death. But in we're, our job is to talk sports. And in my opinion, in any given calendar year, if you say, what's the 10 biggest stories? I don't mean biggest as in Twitter trends. I mean, what's going to make the book, the history book? Five's going to be the champions in each. I want to hear who won the Super Bowl. If I was asleep Rip Van Winkle style for 20 years I'd want to find out who won the t- you know how many Steelers Super Bowls they are did the Pirates finally do something <laughs> does Jonas still in Fezzik still have a full head of hair I mean there's a lot of things but who wins is going to be one of them one of the keys 
And then maybe, oh, Cal Ripken got that many games played? Like, there's going to be like the champion and one or two other stories that really matter a year. And the Astros, that champion, is tainted. And baseball said, huh? Hmm? We don't want this problem. They, you know they hated it as much as anyone. But they said, we don't want to un- uncover the underbelly of what's going on. Sweep it under the rug. Keep moving. Nothing to see here. Except then why play? And finally, with the Dodgers, this helps them. Because now it's been established, oh, the Dodgers must have got rooked. Because, look, they threw at them. If the Dodgers sit back and do nothing, the narrative on the Dodgers got the World Series taken from them diminishes, and thus now someone's to blame for the Dodgers. So, would you agree with this, Jonas, that this is putting an imprint upon this discussion that the Dodgers, we can debate did they were too severe in trying to go at them, but it validates that there was a reason to go at them. I don't know. I think that everyone already knew that. I think everybody in L.A. already Now we Well, but the question is, as two and three years goes by, it all starts to fade, and all of a sudden, Dodgers didn't win one. Can you believe Kershaw never won a World Series? You know, that narrative, I think this is a little asterisk on the narrative that helps the Dodgers. Yeah, no, I, and I would think that, you know, Joe Kelly and just his rough time and start with the Dodgers so far the past year plus, this sort of in, you know, it, everybody wraps their arms around him now in Dodger Nation and they want to welcome him in and say, all right, he's one of us now. Despite his struggles, it helps Joe Kelly also. No, I think you're right. Great discussion. I think this is the biggest disagreement Jonas ever had. I was like, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Good stuff from Jonas. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash crshow. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash crshow. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> So, RJ, The Athletic reported earlier today that another member of the Miami Marlins tested positive for COVID-19. That makes 18 positive tests among players and coaches. And Major League Baseball has already postponed seven Marlins games following the outbreak uh, just a couple of days ago. And amazingly, with all the other personnel in baseball and the testing from Friday onward, 6,400 non-Marlins were tested. 6,400. Zero. Or some would say 0.0. Jonas, we got almost 20 on one side, one team. The other 29, 30th of the league, zero. What does it tell you? (laughs) Maybe uh, something was going on with that one team. (laughs) (laughs) So there's rumors going on. Let's say, we'll say allegedly, but... What rumors are you hearing? Uh, yeah, well, I'm seeing, and this was courtesy of the uh, USA Today, that um, they're, we're looking into Atlanta, that Atlanta was considered to be a possibility. I hear there's good wings down there. Yeah, so so Atlanta was a possibility uh, because they were playing a practice game, an exhibition game last week. They don't think it was Philadelphia where they were playing because none of the Phillies players, and they've all been tested twice, Yeah, I mean, none yeah. of them's tested positive. So they're trying to figure out what actually happened. And so they're doing investigations to find out, did guys go to a party? Did they go to a bar? Did they head out? But the fact that it's all within but, this but the theory, that what I'm hearing is not that they're saying it must have been something, but rather it probably was something specific that would have been outside the guidelines. Yeah, I know that they're investigating it. I don't know the details or what they're considering right now. Here's what we know. 18, is that the new number? Yeah, Marlins? 18. Yep. 16 players. 16 players plus two others. I mean, those other people are human beings, too, Steve Fezzik. Jeez. And then the whole other league? Zero point zero. All right. But here's the thing. What's the consequence? Anyone that has kids, I don't. But I act like a kid. (laughs) And people try to punish me. (laughs) And then I punish them back. But what we know is 
when a parent is tough on a kid, what they'll say, and it's a brilliant point, the consequence of him or her not learning this lesson now is going to be much more severe than how severe the punishment is I, I want to give them now. It's like a hot stove. At some point, you maybe want them to touch that hot stove once because they got to learn it. And if you tell them, it's human nature, kid, adult, telling them, wagging your finger, doesn't really mean much. Baseball, this ties in. Houston cheats, they wag their finger. So then, street justice. Okay, we can debate it. Now, Florida, or Miami in this case, Marlins said, huh, we're going to break the rules. Let's say allegedly. What's going to be the consequence? Forfeited games? What? Because let's be candid. If one player from an opposing team had caught it, that could then be a cluster where that team has 18. That's the thing about this. In some ways, it feels like much hubbubaloo. And it's like, oh, what? This is like the flu, right? We're trying to avoid the flu. But on the other hand, this is so, the COVID, as some call it now, the COVID, is so contagious that if there's people around each other and one gets it, most, you know, many's going to get it. And then that's where the idea of this contact tracing is got to figure out where it came from, got to stop it. Because you let that uh, stream of infections run. You've seen the movies where they show it start with one, two, four. Yeah, do a little exponential growth on that. So it's, it's one thing to say, I'm smoking cigarettes, man. I'm okay with it. I'd rather live to be 75 and have fun. Okay. And I think there's a point where that makes sense to me, not so much with cigarettes, but the idea that the Marlins want to maybe risk their own lives or risk their own health is their choice. But this is a situation where you're risking your sport, because imagine if there were three teams right now, and let me ask you first, Fez and Jones, three teams that had the same level of outbreak as Miami, just two days trailing. I think the talk to end the season would be gigantic at that point. Yeah, I, I think it's a favorite. They shut it down. Not just shut it down, but they end the season if there's three other teams. And all it would have taken would have been one infection outside of the Marlins, you know, quote-unquote bubble, and then one more. You got three teams at that point. Yeah, what do you and, think, John? And they're lucky that it happened the first weekend because if that were the case and three teams had an issue the first weekend, it would really be six teams because they were all playing somebody. Well, if it happened two weeks in, now you got to go back to what other teams that either team played before then, and it just multiplies, as you said. So the fact that it happened early and the first weekend is actually a blessing in disguise. Yeah, because the, the whole thing with this is the incubation period, right? Because yeah. once you now, some can be asymptomatic, so the incubation period doesn't even matter. But if you're getting tested every day or every other day, it doesn't matter either. Because the theory is, Faz, you could be infected right now, and we wouldn't know it. So I usually, when a new person comes in the pregame bubble, I usually stay away from about five days. To see if anyone else gets infected, let me say it like that. I mean, not that I want them to, but you know, better than the well, me. Well, you're the you're yeah. the most important. It makes yeah. sense. It's a good financial decision. God looks at us always the same, but you're right. <laughs> if God wasn't here, I'm the yeah. <laughs> ah, that wasn't quite how it was going to come out. But the reality is, and let's tie let's tie it back to the Dodgers and Houston. Houston did something wrong. Baseball said 
we don't want to feel the pain now of properly punishing this and thus street justice. Here, Marlins did something wrong by, let's just say allegedly, but it seems likely. How is baseball going to respond? Because if you do it with a, hey, let's let this, you know, it's out of the headlines finally. Let's forget about it. Then who's the next player saying, huh, no big deal? I mean, what's worse, PEDs or this? I get, oh, you take some PEDs, you're stronger, now you beat some records. Okay, fine. I mean, that's bad. But this is like literally risking the season. Why not give them 100 games? Anyone that did something wrong, give them 100. Isn't that like a PED normal amount? Yeah, PED, the first one is 80. The next there it is. One, Make it 80. Yeah. yeah, or it might be 50, 80, 162. But yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a long suspension. I think the first one is 80, though. All right, so which one is worse? Literally, you know, going out, breaking the rules. You know they're the rules. You know this is serious. The whole political thing, we can debate that part. No one thinks that spreading COVID is not significant. The question is, how much do you sacrifice not to do it, et cetera, et cetera? Well, your league has told you. You know the millions you're making? It's contingent on you following these rules. So you broke them. Now it's about how impactful was that? What's the consequence? It feels like it's bigger, this consequence, potentially, than PEDs. So at minimum, make it the same. But I tell you this, there wouldn't be people going out for wings no matter how good they were (laughs) if these guys get cracked for 80. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my, my day. <laughs> 
There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. We are counting down all the way from 32 to 1, straight out of Vegas's top 32 teams. And now it is time for team number 30, Steve Fezzik's Childhood Heroes. Cincinnati Bengals. So here's the question. We always start with, what is the one big betting thing to know about the Bengals? Cincinnati Bengals, so unlucky last year, RJ. They only won Who's two games. Who's your favorite team? The Bengals. Oh. Grew up in Dayton. So, so that wow. horrible record. Ah, that, ah. Bad luck. <laughs> bad luck. <laughs> Explain. 0-8. In games decided by one score, it started out week one. Remember, Bengals went to Seattle, dominated for much of the game, lost by one point. And then at the end of the year, they lost in overtime to Miami. And in between, six more close losses. Boy, the Bengals should have had more wins last year. Or some would say, losers lose. <laughs> That's true. But in the long run, there are teams, certainly with a propensity to losing, and some winning. But... There's still a lot of luck. And if all you did was say, give me all the teams that had the worst record in close games, and you said, are they better? If, you, if God would come down and say, how good are these teams really? Most of those teams are underrated. It's so powerful, those wins and losses. If you look at the flip side, the two teams from last year we were preaching the entire year on Straight Out of Vegas were overrated. Green Bay, Seattle. Why? The opposite. A lot of close game wins. Exactly right. And inevitably, usually those wind up being about 50-50 Seattle under Russell Well, it winds up being 50-50 over the long, long term, not right. over the short term. When they're six or four, they can go any, anyway. Exactly right. Like Russell Wilson had never won more than he lost in these close games. And just last year, Seattle well, won hold, hold on. Russell Wilson over his career was negative three games in under five or in close games. Right. But it wasn't like he didn't have one year that they won. It was throughout his history. Exactly, yeah. So when you say he never won, you were acting as if it was multiple years. Yeah. Listen, we are hard enough on Russell Wilson because there's so much love of Russell Wilson. And I think it's a little too much. I'm RJ Bo straight out of Vegas. Steve Fezzik talking about his childhood team, the Cincinnati Bengals. But cold cash, well, cash is cold. So you're going to look at him with clear eyes. Question two, always. If you could have the answer to any question about this team, what answer would you want? If Joe Burrow can be an effective NFL quarterback in his very first rookie year, because look at the weapons. A.J. Green, he was out all of last year. He comes back. You've got two other good wide receivers in Boyd and first and a second-round draft pick and T. Higgins' first pick in the second round. The weapons are there, R.J. Can Burrow perform? All right. So you're generally optimistic, though, about Burrow. I am, yes. All right, so you got a prop on him in a minute. But let's let me ask you this cuz I'm going to push back a little bit on Cincinnati's optimism on offense. Let's agree AJ Green though he's 31. Yes. For a receiver that's getting up there, especially a receiver it's missed multiple you know almost entire seasons now recently, wouldn't you agree? Yes. Okay. Also quarterback is king like Cash how would you rate Burrow, and obviously it's a projection right now, versus Andy Dalton? 
Burrow, my 32nd rated quarterback, Andy Dalton. Of all quarterbacks, better. so there I'm are some non-starters ahead. Yes, and Andy Dalton, 21. So Dalton rated much better. Jones, you ever notice when he says a number he doesn't like, he mumbles it? He goes, Andy Dalton, 21. 21 versus 30? But somehow the offense is getting better. Well, Ryan Finley did play three games last year, and that was a disaster for the Bengals' offensive stats. What did you do with that Finley jersey you were wearing? Yeah, I thought there'd be a bump. <laughs> he did. He came in and said, I'm upgrading Cincinnati. They're going to play harder. True or if, false, did you upgrade Cincinnati when Finley came in? Uh, yeah. I mean, that the guy won two super contests. I mean, I should have been in those contests. <laughs> Not my best work. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. Okay. So, Joe Burrow, you're going to put your money where your mouth is. You have a prop pick on him. Yes, I'm going over 3,700 pass yards for Joe Burrow. That works out for about 230 yards per game. Three good wide receivers. And let's face it, the Bengals still going to be trailing in a whole lot of games this year. Over 3,700 pass yards, Joe Burrow. All right, that's the first pick. Now you've got a forced lean or like you don't have to love it, but you got to give us something over or under for the Bengals. I'm going to lean over five and a half. You got to just a lean. So three games lean. so far, not one like. Go ahead. Yes, and we talked about the improvements in the Bengals' offense. Also, their left tackle, number round, first round draft pick Jonah Williams, was out last year. The entire year, he comes back. Another reason for optimism on the offense. And it's a valid point. If Burroughs exceeds expectations, there are the element of it's like having two first round draft choices when you have a guy that missed the whole season. AJ Green's almost like another first round pick. I think it's not even a debate. The worst coaching staff in football is Cincinnati. Yeah, Zach Taylor, I have no confidence in, and that's why it's just a lean. All right, but you do have an official pick on Burrow over. Jonas, real quick, what's your thoughts on the Bengals? Uh, under. I think they're going to struggle. Their, their season to start off with is brutal. They get the Chargers and that pass rush in week one, and then week two they've got a short week, and they're at Cleveland, and we know the percentages on 0-2 teams and what the future looks like. I think there's a, a strong chance they're going to be 1-7 to start out next year. Real quick, let's give the odds. You know, Jonas is a pro. We're going to start having him read the odds before. <laughs> Super Bowl, 150-1, 150-1. to 150 to 1. Season wins, Five and a half. The division odds, 26 to 1 to win the division. Playoff odds for the Bengals, 7 to 1. Not good, as Chevy Chase said in Caddyshack. And finally, Fez, you got the lean on over five and a half. You got the like on Burrow over passing yards. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 